to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive Twitch stream. Hi everyone, I am Lena and I play Andromach, the changeling druid. I have a map with a puffer fish on it. Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer. And I do not have a map, but I do have stuff and things, yeah. You have seriously messed up parents. I feel like that's you the Don't come story. for me. Like, we just... I feel like that's most <laughs> D&D characters' backstory. <laughs> hit me, hit me in the feels. And I'm Wednesday, and I play Alorin Skyvale, the Asimov Paladin. And I have surrendered, and I'm completely ready to pay for my crimes. So we're actually going to get into the game, but chat, thank you for being here. You guys, like, you brighten the day. And then I always need to find myself after the bright day to go into the dark of Dungeons and Dragons as everyone is held prisoner. Where we were last was Lauren had given up all pretense of trying to escape and is willing to pay for his crimes where he walked out of his own wedding because walking out of your wedding is a crime. I'm telling you why I did that. Look, some people might not have been here before. Also, I wanted to frame it that you're getting jailed potentially from leaving a wedding, yet you actually burnt a whole town down previously. And that seems I fine. had nothing to do with burning that town down. That was not me. I remember two sisters being involved with that. I had nothing to do with that. I did have something to do with why I'm being arrested, though. Okay, which is why Lauren has decided to give himself up to the gods on the airship as he ran away from his wedding of a very important person in Il Uranos, which is top city, and they're assumedly going to hand him over to the justice when they arrive. Andromach and Kira and Zetu are in the main cabin of the airship and are trying to figure out what to do to save Lauren from himself, apparently. And they were making their plans quite loudly, but they had an amazing deception check last week where they were just like, we were kidding. And the gods believed them. Picking it up. Lauren, you said you're not going to do anything much. You're just going to sit and wait. You were just, I deserve to be locked up for my crimes against love. Zetu is out for the count. She is just really waiting for the landing. The map is showing a drawing. So what you can see now is it's a gray shadow at the top of the map that's coming down and as you get closer it'll come into focus i have a question regarding the map so whenever we sprinkle water on this then obviously the the puffer fish kind of absorbs the water but is the water not harming the parchment or is it like a magical parchment why why are you coming with your science because i want to do something Tell me what you want to do and then I'll tell you why. The paper doesn't get wet. Chat. Okay, okay. So I'm thinking that the puffer fish hasn't had a real chance to swim in quite a while. So I want to create a globe of water and put the map inside so the puffer fish can actually have a nice swim. Okay, and Penheads is also asking what if the map falls into the ocean though? Technically, the map came from the puffer shark, which was in the ocean. So, assumedly, it's written on magical seaweed paper that likes Ooh. water is it edible <laughs> it's the puffer shark's body so it can't be harmed it's magic obvs you feel like putting it in a global water might actually be very nice for it i'm gonna look for a container that i can fill with water 
and then put the map inside. You f- do find a container. Then I'm going to cast create or destroy water and create okay. a bunch of water in the globe. And I'm going to put the map inside. And I'm okay. going to say, there you go, little puffer fish. Enjoy. So you found like a very discreet silver bin. Even though it's the coach version of the airship, it had been cleaned in between the last flight and no one had used it because none of you had used it. So it's in a silver bin, almost looks like a champagne bucket. The map sort of dips in and for a second, you're pretty sure you see the bottom half of the map turn into two fins and kick so that the map can fully submerge and then it does almost like a flip in the bucket and floats to the surface like it's been wet all over and the map face with the drawing is facing up out of the bucket and all of a sudden what was like a gray blob coming down looks like quite an intricate drawing okay chat over or under and I'm going to ask you, Lena, please to roll it for me. I so you got 64. over 50. Okay, roll in inside for me. Are you looking at the map as well, Kira? Yes, I am. I'm focused on finding a certain someone, so yeah. Roll inside for me and roll a percentile for me. Okay, so my insight was 25, which is a nat 20. Okay. Whoa. Nice. That's, that's insane. Uh, my insight was uh, 16. Okay, and your percentile? Seven. They did say under. So as it starts drawing and it becomes more intricate, with your seven on the percentile, Kira, you notice that there is a platform underneath the drawing of the city that's coming down. So it looks like it's almost on a platform. I'll tell Andromach. Andromach, as soon as she mentions that, you notice from the scale of the the city that's being drawn, because it's also only drawing it from the angle that you would see it from the airship. So it's not drawing the entire landmass, sky landmass of Il Uranus. It's just drawing the city where you're going to land. And based on the size of the buildings that you can see, the platform is almost a room high. So it's too large for it just to be the supporting structure of the city. There's definitively space underneath there. That space is probably tunnels or used to hide some of the more natural services in the city and for, you know, water to flow out, uh, including the, the structure support that you imagine the city would need. There's definitively space for you to walk around there and be there. Also worth noting is that how the airship docks in Il Uranos is different to land. So on land, it almost lands on that spiral cone because you don't want the entire airship to settle because once it settles, it takes more magical energy to lift it up. So that's why it's sort of perches on a cone liftoff pad so that it is already halfway lifted. Whereas in the sky, it parallel parks into two sets of hammocks, basically, that catch the airship. So that it can just, when it's ready to take off the hammocks, swing away and it drops slightly and the magic takes it off. So the door would normally land you on Il Uranus's landing platform. But if you were able to somehow sink the hammocks ever so slightly, you could make it land 
into the tunnel system. And you do see, Lena, two drawings of what you, with your insight role, know to be gods. So there are two gods already waiting. Kira, you see a drawing of two stick people because you can see the map actually drew the city and you can almost feel like the map loves how the city looks and then forgot to draw the people and then just sort of drew like a stick figure and the stick figure is holding another stick and the other <laughs> stick figure is holding a stick that's across its shoulders that looks like a T. And then there's like some other stick figures in the map moving around in the city. But the city is drawn extremely detailed. And what you can see is the city almost looks like there's golden arcs of steel that look like a biodome. Yeah. Not encasing the whole city, but encasing the buildings. So the streets are open, but the buildings are all encased in a biodome, which you can see some have darkened tints. And Nelly, you would know this from your days in the shadows because it's magical architecture. And Lena, you know this because your insight was so amazing. They basically use those almost like a greenhouse. So they can make it daytime or nighttime. They can have it air conned. It helps protect them from the rain. So it keeps the building. So the only place when you're actually in the natural elements is in large communal spaces like the monastery or in the streets. So houses and businesses, if they want to do business in Il Oranos, have a golden biodome around their business to self-regulate, especially being so high up in the air and near the sun. <clears throat> also, you see on the edges that the biodomes on the edge of the city, so anything that's sort of facing directly out to the sky, have... Lena, you can speak to animals. Yes. So with that insight role, I'm going to say you can also read that written in a strange font and strange script that when you like sort of, what does that say? A -E, when you like try and spell it out to yourself, you realize it makes whale sounds and it's directions saying hard right here for the, the sky whales. So the sky whales don't like fly into the city. <laughs> you can hear Hanramach squinting. He's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I understand now. I'm uh, just kind of looking at Andermouth. And you know, like uh, when you kind of look at someone and you think like, you know what? I'm not going to comment because I'm used to your, your weirdness. And we don't have time to unpack that right now. That's that I'm going to just leave that. Yeah. yeah. So Andromach, with that information, you can also see that you'll probably get to the city within half an hour and you could reach the hammocks in 20 minutes. Sorry, it's 10 less because they hang lower. <laughs> so I am going to gawk over this incredibly detailed map a little bit and, and I'm going to just whisper to myself, why don't we see things like this on the on the surface. This is amazing. Look, they even have instructions for the bourgeois. Oh, I'm sorry, Kira. Uh, it, it looks like we'll be arriving shortly. Should we... Um, did, did you see the, the bottom platform? Yeah, but I, I saw a lot. 
including you. But yes, I saw the platform. That was, it's really cool. We should take advantage of that. Do you think we can convince them to drop us off there? I think we need to drop ourselves off, to be honest, if we want to get on there. Oh, um, do you think they'll, they'll take requests considering they still have a Lauren captive right now? Uh, I don't even know how to answer that. I, I don't know. I, we're, this is a different place. It's a different world. The rules are probably different here. All I know is that they have a Lauren and Isaiah is somewhere out there. And I think if we can use this platform to get somewhere quicker or as an escape plan, we should keep be mindful of it. And okay, I, I actually want to look at Zetu and see if she's like faring okay because she if, if she's able to make it to the platform or not. I'm going to go ask. I'm going to go ask and you just be ready, okay? You little trooper, you. I, I believe in you. Do it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my bucket and I'm going to walk to the front. As you take the bucket, she goes, I don't need that, but just put it here for safety. No, 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 no. This, this is the bucket for my puffer shock. Take the map, Androck, take the map now. No. She no, might she puffer shock doing this. Can I look at Zetsu and see if she's going to puke anytime soon? No, look, she looks like it's one of those, you know, when someone just, bre- okay, maybe only I do this, but like if you're feeling nauseous, but you know you're not going to actually throw up, but you're just trying to like self-soothe your nausea and you're just like, <sighs> am I like, maybe I'm the only one. <laughs> no comment. So you don't think she's going to throw up? But she did mention that it's probably helpful to have the bucket. So, I mean, safety first. Because, you know, also sometimes when you're feeling sick, you're like, it's cool, it's cool, I'm cool. No, I'm not cool. And then yeah. you're not cool. I'm going to shout whisper at Andermach and say that this very kind woman has helped us get this far. The least you can do is give her a bucket before she oh, pees. Okay, all fine. Shoes. I'm going to take the map out and I'm going to dump the water all over Kira's shoes and say, there, take the bucket. Zetu takes the bucket and she's like, thank you. And then she holds the bucket around. She does seem to be a little bit better. And you're pretty sure that because it was so such a sudden onset, thanks to really cuck dice rolls, you feel like it will have a very sudden offset. So like <laughs> she could be ready. She might need like 10 seconds, but, you know, she'll be fine. Also, because you've seen how quickly she can move. I'm going to look at the map and just say, I'm sorry, little guy. Maybe later again, I'm going to roll up the map and put it back in my backpack. Are you done with the tantrum now? Are you done? I look at my shoes. I look at Andermark. You know what? Go ask your question before I regret something I might do. Just just go ask your question and go have a tantrum somewhere else. I'm going to look at uh, Kira and go, oh, it's not that bad. It'll dry off shortly. And I'm, no. I'm going, I'm going. No. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and walk to the front. I'm walking to the side. I'm assuming to be the front where the pilot should be. Before you pack the map away, you would have seen that in the drawing of the actual airship, that Lauren is being held captive in almost like a storeroom. And there is a trap door that leads to the pilot's deck. But you'd have to go through the guards and Lauren to get to it. So I'm just going to walk up to the guard then. You uh, open the door and you see a Lawrence <laughs> sitting on a small bench 
with Tull leaning against one of the cupboards and Hawk very awkwardly, because he's a very large person, trying to get comfortable. You can see he doesn't spend a lot of time in the space because it's quite small for him and awkward and he doesn't want to, you know, like be up against Lauren or up against Tull. So he's just trying Hawk to is the <laughs> get comfortable. Hawk is the one I charmed. Hawk is yeah. the one you charmed. Except I'm going to open the door and say, oh, hi, Lauren. Uh, still look comfortable. Oh, hey, big man. Uh, can, can I speak to the party <laughs> Hey, <quickly>? big guy. <laughs> Chat over or under? Chat. All says over, and I rolled a 98. So with the over, Hawk, before Tull can do anything, and Tull's trying to, like, get across a Lauren, but it's a very tight space, Hawk says, sure. And he, like, almost scoops you towards the hatch, and he opens the hatch, and he, like, kind of almost shoves you in the hatch, and he goes, uh, Captain, someone's here to see you. And then he closes the hatch over your head as you cling to the, the rungs of the ladder. And it closes above your head. And then you just hear from the top, why did you do that? She asked to see the captain. Yeah, well, I asked to be, you know, famous and rich. Yet here we are. And I go, did you want to be famous? No, that's beside the point. And then this is just, this is the worst shift I've ever had. And he's like, and then Hawk says, maybe she wants to give us compliments. Lauren is going to add... You are both doing an incredible job at being guards on the Zeppelin. Hawk's going to be like, thank you. You know, no one ever says thank you for the guarding. Everyone is always, why are you locking me up? Why are you throwing me off the Zeppelin? Why is this happening? But you are saying thank you. And tell, Because tell you are an integral part of society. We need you. Tal is a rolling insight on that. <laughs> natural... Lauren is being honest. He is being a hundred percent honest. With a natural one, Tull definitely thinks you're up to something. Why are you oh. trying to butter us up? Tull actually, he's like, stop talking. Chat over or under? Over. Okay. Luckily, North Star said over because I was going to give you something gross to gag with. But I rolled lower, so he pulls out like a sturdy cloth square that you can see that is actually used for this purpose in case, and he's going to gag you, and he's going to, don't listen to his silver-tongued words. I know his like on top of Il Oranos. He's going to promise us the world and give us compliments, and then what's he going to do? Stab us in the back and push us off the city. And then he... I'm like, thinking very deeply about this, about whether <laughs> I, I have ever been involved with pushing anyone off the city, <laughs> and I don't think I have. I love that you have to stop and wonder, like, have I been involved? I do. Maybe I do have to think about it because I know who my parents are. So I'm also like, maybe they have pushed people off the city. Yeah. I but I know. personally have not. And you complain about my dodgy family. Meanwhile, you've got dodgy, like, mafioso as family. To protect top city. I agree. I'm also, I just loved how Wednesday was like, I don't think I have. I'm like, I feel like yeah, this is something you would think. know. Or you wouldn't know. Like, have I moved somebody? It could somebody? be something that I sure. avoid thinking about. <laughs> because if somebody else is That's doing fine. it, but I'm related to them, I also feel partly responsible for their behavior. Let me just tell you now, 
you know, no one is responsible for their family because otherwise this world will be crazy. Crazier. Also, we have to have a five-second dance party what? because Playcrafter has subscribed for 14 months. Thank you, Playcrafter. Thank you for subscribing. So, chat, you are amazingly interesting, but I'm going to try and get us off the airship in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm sorry, Wednesday, you just got a whole lot of... It's like it's like a DBC episode. Yeah. <laughs> it okay. Sense. <laughs> it's okay. I'm powering up while I'm being gagged. Yeah. Thinking Good. about all those things that I should have done that I didn't do. Is is this not even your final form? No, it isn't. It is not my final form. Okay, you got dropped in the hatch. Before we go to the captain and Andromach, Kira, is there anything else you want to do? When Andromach walks towards that room. The door was open the whole time, so I'm going to try to, like, if I can see a Lauren and kind of, like, give him, like, a... Actually, never works. A Lauren never picks up signals, but... It could work I'm gonna give. Time. I'm going to give you a significant look. Like, I'm going to, like, give you a look, like, a Lauren, like, we're, we're, we're not going to leave you behind. Mind sinking, hopefully. Okay. Can I roll inside for that? And please roll performance for me, because if I remember correctly, are you being truthful? Because weren't you, like, we should leave a Lauren and go look for yeah. my mom? I was hyper, I actually am still very hyper focused, but I want to assure him that we're not, in the great scheme of things, we're not going to leave him. Time wise, let's not get into details, but yeah. 17? Seven. Okay, you are really performing this like, I have got you, not at a specific date, but I've got you. You won't be left behind. No, maybe not immediately, but for sure, not forever. As he watches Kira make the significant gestures and look and all of the stuff and he's taking it in that room slowly begins to light up because Lauren didn't understand that at all and now he's just feeling awkward because he's been thinking about the things he should have done and then he realizes he's been traveling this whole time with other women and maybe this is not the best thing to have been doing and now people are making significant looks at him and oh, come on. <laughs> it is awkward and he doesn't know what to do. Tull is because now you're trying to blind him. You are <laughs> definitely dodgy. So Tull is definitely standing more on edge. And I can't turn it off. It's just going to get considerably brighter. I don't know how to switch it off because I don't actually realize it's happening. So I'm, I'm sorry. Tull doesn't hear that and he doesn't feel that remorse coming from your face. Because he can't see. Because you're blinding him. <laughs> Andromach, you see some beams and rays of light coming through the cracks in the in the trapdoor as you go down. And as you climb the rungs down, I'm going to say... I would just like to add that Andromach didn't, totally didn't fall down the hatch or being, while being pushed and let out a very effeminate erp. So that's what Andromach did, because then I don't have to say how... Hi, the, yeah. the ladders. <laughs> As you lie flat on your back, you can see to your left and to your right that the cockpit is made out of the same material as the biodomes in Top City. And you can see that where the sun is shining the brightest, it's actually tinted, so it doesn't blind anyone or appear directly in. When you like tilt your head backwards to, because you're still lying on your back, standing behind you if it's by your head and you're lying down is 
what you assume to be a male from the voice that called out in a trench coat made out of leather that's to the floor and you can see long white hair and that is where we're going to end it this week i was going to get us off the airship but you know next time Will we get off the airship? Will we play more D&D? Who can say? But please do come back because we appreciate you. At that, I just want to say a huge thank you to, to everybody. Honestly, you guys brighten this life in the panini. You are the butter to our panini. A huge thank you to my players. You have made life better. You make the game better. And I appreciate you immensely. Chat, you make life better. You make the game better, and I appreciate you immensely. Honestly, thank you, everyone, for taking all your time to watch us, to play, to be here. It's so appreciated. Please remember, if you enjoyed it, share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. And you can follow us on all the socials at Dum Dum Die, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. We're also making a TikTok. It's called Dum Dum Die Pod. And then on Wednesdays, you can hear the mostly rp focused podcast where we cut out some of the rubbish so there you can hear like the actual gameplay just giving you that role-playing fix just like eh. hey man you want 10 minutes of role-play come come listen to our podcast bye size. i got this recording yeah. <laughs> coat over here i have a, yeah i have this image of this dodgy individual in the in the school playground playground like hey hey kids want some rope play i got a little bite-sized version just for you get you your want- weekly fix right here kid strong creeper vibe <laughs> thank you everyone and we hope you have the most amazing week that is safe from panini but filled with adventure